the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino by Gromit's Cutlery and Gifts, and Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show, on our new website, FiringLineRadio.com, where all the podcasts are. And you're going to want to know about where the podcasts are because there's a very important situation that we're going to be talking about today, and we're going to focus on a lot next week. And those are some of the changes that are here in California. Uh, joining me in studio, I have Richard Kane and Cody McEwen of Grommets Knives and Cutlery over in Moreno Valley. We're going to speak with them a little bit later. But I have Chuck Michelle, the uh, president of the California Rifle and Pistol Association, the NRA's lawyer, uh, the lead lawyer for Michelle and Associates down in Long Beach, the Second Amendment lawyers. I have him on the phone, graciously spending his time with us today. Chuck, welcome to the show. Thanks. Glad to be here. Well, you know, I would love to have you on the show just to talk about the wife and the kids and where you went on vacation, but it seems like every time, you know, we have to reach out to you, it's because we're fighting for our lives here in, in California. Yeah, I, 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 you know, it'd be nice to talk about having fun at the range one day, but I'm so busy fighting for everybody's right to be able to go to the range, I never have time to go there myself, so, yeah. But that's the situation we're in here in California right now. It's uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's gunmageddon. We've all got to fight back and do everything we can to uh, turn things around. So, speaking about fighting back, there's been a lot of news in the last couple of weeks. You've been extremely busy. You want to touch on that? Well, we, you know, last year, uh, uh, folks, I'm sure your listeners know, last year there was a package of laws passed by the legislature, and then some more laws passed by the passage of Prop 63, all of which are do nothing uh, uh, to protect us from, from uh, violent criminals or terrorists who can get any gun they want whenever they want to commit their crimes. You know, so, you uh, know we, we just saw what happened in, in the U.K. Has, yeah, has, we can't have a gun at all. Has Kevin DeLeon, has he gone for a 10-day waiting period for nails at Home Depot? Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, uh, obviously, none of this stuff works. Uh, uh, but the, the politicians know that. Uh, but they get their, look, they, this is, they know that this is a guaranteed way to get their name in the paper. It's a lot easier for a reader of a magazine, of a newspaper, uh, who, who's not particularly necessarily really plugged in into the details of what's going on in the country or the world, to understand and have a, uh, uh, and be manipulated in many cases into having an emotional reaction to some kind of a plea for gun control because they parade the victims out there as justification for it, or making an emotional appeal as opposed to a logical one. 
you know, it, it's easier to do that than it is to like get into the details of how Brown's budget uh, is 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 ridiculous. Uh, but so that's why politicians use gun control as a platform to build name recognition because they know that name recognition. A lot of people vote for whoever's name they recognize on the ballot. It's not even an informed electorate to the point where they would understand what the issues are behind each candidate or or you know what each candidate really really stands for. Right. A lot of people just vote. Because of name recognition. Yeah, and I totally get that. Now, let's just jump straight into what you guys have actually filed suit on on behalf of the NRA and behalf of the Second Amendment people here. Uh, well, so, so far. You know, so far, I, exactly. I, I, I sort of joke about this, but it's, it's it kind of sums it up. You know, all that package of laws has become known as Gunmageddon. And what we're, we're, the NRA and CRPA are responding with Suapalooza. So, so far, we've filed a challenge to the, uh, you like that? I do. Thank you. So far, we've filed a, a Second Amendment challenge to the, um, to, to the, assault, the, the so-called assault weapon, the, the ban on, the, the expanded ban on semi-autos that condemn the guns with the bullet button. Uh, and we filed a large capacity, mag- a challenge to the so-called large capacity, really standard capacity magazine possession ban, uh, that, uh, that, that was passed last year. Uh, coming soon is a challenge to the regulations uh, 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 that the DOJ has put out about what is and what is not a so-called assault weapon and how you and, and what all the different uh, uh, calculations there are going to be in, in making that determination. We'll also be challenging uh, the uh, magazine regulations, if any, are ever finally put out by uh, by DOJ, and then there's the ammo background check, which is going to be just a, a, a complete nightmare and and a and a bureaucratic uh, snafu that that uh, of, of monumental proportions. There's going to be some epic failures going coming along with that as the DOJ struggles to try and put the infrastructure in place to do a background right. the, check on every purchase of ammunition. The DOJ is going uh, to become the DMV, all right? That's that's what you're looking at on that. Now, uh, on the assault weapon ban, a lot of guys, you know, we hear keyboard commandos clacking away, uh, <clears throat> Mulan Labe, I'm not going to comply. You know, reach, reach out to that particular group. Um, my understanding is in the 60 pages of regulations dumped on us last Friday, one of the clarifications is if you have an assembled lower receiver and an assembled upper receiver, which are not connected, they're not considered an assault weapon. Also, if you just have a lower receiver, that by itself is not considered an assault weapon. Is that correct at this point? Well, <clears throat> there's still some debate about whether or not the lower by itself might be considered an assault weapon if it was on list. Uh, it shouldn't be. Uh, because it's not a semi-automatic, but uh, the, the, we're not. That part is not clear. But generally, a, a, a standalone lower is not going to be considered a so-called assault weapon. The thing that folks need to understand is, first of all, there's going to be a lot of confusion amongst law enforcement officers. We're still having people arrested for guns that aren't assault weapons. The police who don't know the law inside and out think is an assault weapon. So there's a lot of confusion, and uh, I always tell people if you do decide to register it, bring the registration with you to the range. 
uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'd almost like to have it like, like lacquered to the side of the gun uh, because uh, the police don't know. Uh, but the bigger problem is, uh, you know, everybody has the right to decide if they're going to comply. Just not on, not just on semi-autos, but on the magazine possession issue. And I got a feeling there's going to be a lot of people who don't turn in those magazines. Uh, and and the way people typically get caught, you know, my, my clients are not out there pulling the trigger on on other people. They're they have the guns in their gun uh, safe uh, or the magazines in their gun safe, and there'll be some kind of a. You know, I've had people, uh, they have a fire, so the fire department comes and sees gun parts and calls the police, or there's a domestic argument going on, or a loud party, you know, all kinds of innocuous... Or, or a burglary. <laughs> the guy gets burgled, right, and the cops right. come in to investigate, and he ends, up, he ends up in more trouble than the burglar. Exactly, exactly. But it's not because some guy's doing something. It's not because somebody's committing a crime with a gun that typically people get, get popped for illegal possession of something. But and when that happens, uh, if you if you say the wrong things, like if you say, "Oh yeah, that upper and lower, I was going to put those together and and make a a, a, fire, a a gun out of it," and they can see that those two parts put together would mean an, a an assault weapon, then you're going to get arrested. So there's some there's no you're not per se guilty of possessing an assault weapon if you have the parts all taken apart and in and preferably in different places. But we've, there's been a there was a published opinion, in fact, where a guy said, uh, or at least the police said he said, and that's another thing you have to watch out for, uh, that he was going to put them together. So if you if you make some kind of a statement that you're going to put parts together, you can then be charged with possession or attempted possession of an assault weapon. And the same with a magazine. If if uh, somebody comes to your house and and uh, if the police come to your house or somebody reports you or whatever. You make statements about whose magazine it is, or, or, or you know, I, I, I don't believe in that law. That law is unconstitutional. All, all you're asking for is to be prosecuted. And if you get prosecuted, what people don't understand is the state has a lot of leverage over you. They'll typically, if possible, they will file a felony case against you. And if you get convicted of that felony, if you decide to go to trial and, and fight it all the way, uh, You'll, you'll not be able to possess guns again for the rest of your life, uh, not to mention you might go to jail. So uh, most of the time, my clients, and this is a very personal decision, uh, but I don't, rec- I don't make, I can't make for a client, but through the time they decide if I can reach some kind of a plea bargain to, to negotiate it down to a misdemeanor or an infraction, uh, they will take that plea rather than go to trial and risk a felony conviction that has lifetime consequences. And then the so DMV, really- yeah, and then the DMV of the DOJ just keeps rolling on. Chuck, we're going to have to go to a break here. Hopefully, you can spare a few more minutes with us on the other side. Uh, Chuck, Michelle, folks, Michelle and Associates lawyers—they are the NRA, CRPAs. They are your Second Amendment lawyer down there in Long Beach. We'll be right back after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws 
and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hello, folks. Now, since you're a regular listener of the Firing Line radio show, I don't need to tell you what the show's all about, but. For that one person in Southern California who's just tuned in for the first time, the only person who's not listening to the show, this show, because they've been in witness protection, I think is what's been going on. Anyway, each week we're having a conversation about the latest in firearms, hunting, gun rights afforded to all Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Now, our faithful companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been our longtime sponsor, Vince Torres, of Bullseye Sports, Guns, and Ammo in Riverside. In response to anti-gun legislation in Excremento, we came up with the Firing Line Gun of the Month Challenge. The Bullseye Sport is one of the establishments participating in this challenge. Each month, there's a special offer on a firearm. So the month of May, this is the last weekend for this, folks, month of May is a Mossberg Maverick 12-gauge shotgun, 28- and 18-inch barrel set for two twenty nine. Unbelievable. Take advantage of this month's challenge today. Get down to Bullseye Sports in Riverside where the Inland Empire gets their guns and ammo. 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Jumping, switching gears, jumping right back here to Chuck Michelle uh, because his time is extremely valuable and I don't want to spend any more of it. Chuck, as we went to the last commercial break, we were talking about if you are arrested and you are prosecuted, you will find yourself alone in the courtroom. Isn't that correct? That's right. You're, you're, you're not going to get a community of gun rights activists to raise up with, with uh, pitchforks and torches. Uh, if we could get the community that organized, we wouldn't be in this place to begin with. We wouldn't have this many uh, laws raining down on, on law-abiding gun owners. Uh, so what, what typically happens is uh, you get prosecuted and you are then forced to make some decisions about how hard you want to fight it and what the pros and cons of fighting it are. Uh, but but uh, it's not something that there's going to be some massive Norma Jean community uprising in, uh, on your behalf. I've seen this dozens and dozens of times. Uh, so folks need to remember, first, don't say things that make your situation worse when the police are investigating. Just, just basically 
be quiet. Don't consent to searches. Don't uh, if you consent to anything, you've waived your rights to uh, to, uh, to contest them. Uh, and uh, uh, don't volunteer information. There's a lot of good stuff on the believe it or not the ACLU's website about how to uh, know your rights and respect your rights. Later this year, I'll have a book coming out called The Governor's Guide to Police Encounters that should help folks understand uh, how to not get in trouble like this. But, you know, it's a personal decision. If you want to engage in civil disobedience and and not register your firearm or not do a workaround to, so that it's not it doesn't have to be registered, um, you know, that's everybody's individual choice. But don't expect there to be, and 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 we will try and defend you. But don't don't expect that we'll we'll bring the constitutional challenges in the civil cases. There's going to be a constitutional challenge uh, filed to every one of these new laws. Basically, the CRPA and the NRA have been committed to that. So those cha- those legal challenges will be brought. We may have to take it all the way to the Supreme Court. We need the Supreme Court to change the standard of review so that we can start uh, to overturning some of these things. But it's not going to be overturned in the context of a criminal prosecution against one person. We, I don't need martyrs. I don't need test cases. We've already got the plaintiffs for the civil test cases. I don't need people dealing with a criminal, you know, reeling under a criminal prosecution uh, to be the guys that challenge the, the laws. You Believe say, me, you know, you, you say, try. you say one wrong thing, your life is materially changed forever. That's right. And 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 by the way, it's a good idea to have a little tape recorder in your car and uh, and something like that at home because you there are a lot of good cops, but there are some bad cops out there that uh, you know LAPD gun unit does stings against law-abiding gun owners. They're out at gun shows trying to figure out who has the big gun collection. Uh, Garcetti announced he wants to confiscate 20,000 guns, uh, uh, you know, quote-unquote off the streets, but they're really what they really do to get those numbers is go after gun collectors and, and, and sting them, get them to buy something uh, without going to a dealer or whatever, and then seize their entire gun collection. So it's, it's just... Uh, everybody has the right to not comply and I respect that, but people need to understand what that really means. There can be consequences in the real world. So let's talk about this. You said if if uh, gun owners in California, and you know I've been singing this song for a couple of years here, if gun owners in California stood up and got and did the right thing and did our grassroots, we wouldn't have uh, Jerry Brownstreak in Excremento. We wouldn't have Kevin DeLeon. We wouldn't have... Steinberg and every single terrible politician that we seem to be putting up with every single year. Uh, Tell us more about what you've coordinated for the grassroots coordination at the CRPA. Well, there's a lot of groups out there, not a lot, but several, pretending to be, uh, you know, big grassroots, uh, to have some kind of a grassroots program. Uh, They really don't. They're just asking Uh, for money uh, most of the time? There's a lot of folks who have figured out how to do slick social media fundraising campaigns and email campaigns, and they are relentless, and they they know what people respond to, uh, which is lawsuits and, and legislation in Sacramento. And so they put enough in place so that they can at least claim that they have uh, these programs in place, but they have no infrastructure. They have no, you know, they don't have insurance. They don't have, they don't have a big staff. They don't have a... a uh, an office, you know, CRPA has 7,500 square feet down in Fullerton, 17 full-time employees right now. Uh, and not to, that's not to mention the NRA's full-time employees in California. So only the NRA and the CRPA, which are 
been around for over 100 years, have the infrastructure in place, and are doing these grassroots organizing programs, making the investments that you need to make, especially nowadays in technology, the new technology for grassroots organization. And this is a lot of this came out of the presidential campaigns. Uh, are just astounding. And so CRPA has made a substantial investment in some of these new new grassroots organizing technologies, and we hope very much to be able to recruit your uh, cause, because if we can turn this into, get this into a real legitimate movement along the lines of other civil rights movements, because that's what this is, this is a civil rights movement, uh, then we can we can take this state back. And so uh, the CRPA and the NRA are, are making the investment, they're, they're, they're putting the employees in place, they're putting the technology in place, they're putting the infra- they have the infrastructure in place to really get grassroots involved. But at the end of the day, it takes gun owners, you know, and there's roughly 10 million of them in California, to sign up and engage. And it does, you don't have to give a lot of time, but uh, uh, give some, and, and you can be part of the solution. Uh, so the easiest no, way to do that is to send an email to... Yeah, it's not even giving your time. It's showing up and voting. They are not showing up at well, the polls. Yeah, yeah, for one. Yeah, right. And yet, you know, if I said this, if, if 10 gun owners got, each got 10 gun owners to register to vote, and they got, and within five permutations of that, we'd have a million uh, gun owners registered to vote. We would control this state. Could. If we if, had a million gun owners if we had, voted. If we had the gun store owners designated that, look, when you're filling out your 4473, here's your voter registration card. You don't get to fill out one without the other. You know, just taking that stand because. That, that's Absolutely. You're completely right. And that's, you know, the, the uh, CRPA and NRA are now working on something called this. Well, it's been in place for a while, but, but we're expanding the Second Amendment Activist Center concept so that every range, every gun store, every point of interaction uh, with a gun owner becomes a voter registration center and, and an education center. A lot of people, you know, I've given a lot of thought to what the demographics of gun ownership in California are. We've got a lot of people who are engaged enough. They listen to your show. There's a lot of people, though, who just went out, bought a handgun, put it in their house someplace in case the guy breaks in at 2 in the morning. And then they, you know, kind of life gets in the way of, of maybe some intentions to go down to the range and practice and, and take a class or whatever. And, but it's there. So they're a gun owner, and they understand, at least to some degree, how important the right is. But they're not necessarily engaged like a hunter or a sports shooter right. or a tactical guy or a, or a, you know, a competitor would be. Uh, in uh, in the whole uh, debate over uh, uh, the right to keep and bear arms. Last last minute Those here. La- last minute here, Chuck. Let's. Uh, uh, so, what would you like to say in your last minute here? Well, just you know, uh, send an email to volunteer at crpa dot org, and we will we will uh, get you the information that you need uh, to uh, become more of an activist. Uh, uh, you can also get uh, you know stacks of registration forms or whatever, voter registration. And, and help us get those out to FFLs. We're doing this county by county, working with the NRA members, councils, and the NRA uh, grassroots division at ILA to make this happen. So let's you know, let's take this state back. Remember, Texas used to be blue. Yeah, Ma Richardson used to run that place. That's right. 
All the all the good Californians went there. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show, here with Chuck Michelle. Chuck, thank you for all the work you do. Michelle and Associates out of Long Beach, the NRA, and the CRPA's lawyers. Remember, volunteer at crpa.org. Send your emails. Let's get active on this. Chuck, thank you for your time. Thank you for what you do. Always a pleasure. Anytime. All right, we'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, by Gromit's Cutlery and Gifts, and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hello, folks. Mulan Labe. You know, we just had a couple of sessions here with Chuck Michelle from the NRA and CRPA's lawyer, your Second Amendment lawyer. But what about... If you need a new knife, you know, I got to tell you, you can find a huge selection. I actually went down there to this particular store, huge selection of knives, sharpening devices, leather belts, holsters at Gromit's Cutlery and Gifts in Reno Valley. Gromit's is the everyday carrying knives you've been looking for from Benchmade, Kershaw and Zero Tolerance, gourmet kitchen knives from Shun and Victorinox. Gromit's even has a survival and tactical knives from Topps and K-Bar. And you'll need something to carry your knife in. So Gromit's Cutlery and Gifts also offers custom leather and Kydex holsters, sheaths, belts, and bags. Maybe you're attached to your old knives and just want them sharpened. Well, Gromit's Cutlery and Gifts has sharpening services, and because Gromit's is Benchmade Service Center, that's right, Benchmade's Service Center, they offer warranty services like free sharpening and service on all Benchmade products. Visit Gromit's Cutlery and Gifts in the Marino Valley Mall and mention AM590 for a free knife sharpening. Knife sharpening, not sword sharpening. They did mention that to me, okay? Don't go walking through the mall with your sword ready to get it sharpened. Get a free shipping when you order online at grommetscutlery.com. That's G-R-O-M-M-E-T-S, cutlery.com. Enter the coupon code FIRINGLINE. That's grommetscutlery.com. Coupon code FIRINGLINE. Richard Kane, the owner of Grommets, is sitting in here with us today. Richard, thank you. Thank you. Also, you brought Cody McEwen. Now, Cody is, um, he's our plucky comic relief today. So if, He's our plucky comic relief every day. If you're not laughing, it's Cody's fault. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Also, I'm the handsome guy, so if uh, you happen to have video of this. And... If you happen to have video, look into the camera and say that again. If you have video of this, <laughs> I'm the handsome guy. <laughs> Okay, hey, uh, thank you guys for your uh, support of the show. Uh, I was down there, well, this week, and uh, walked through the store, very, very impressed. Nice, well-lit, huge selection, clean, Um, but the selection was really nice. And so one of the things we started talking about is, you know, gun owners, 
are knife owners. End of story. Absolutely. Yeah, most of us are sword owners, but whatever. It's you know we can't get enough of them. It just kind of happens. But one of the things um, we kind of talked about is what if somebody had special uses for for knives. You know, there's an everyday carry piece. There's maybe a hunting piece, a tactical thing. And so I asked you to bring some samples and some suggestions in for that. Um, and while I was there, I actually picked this one up. That's right, folks. I bought it. Um, this is not sponsored here. I bought this my own money because, because as I looked through it, this was an absolute fantastic knife. Um, I got the Benchmade Mini Griptilian, which I actually, we're going to read it. It's the Maxi Griptilian. I'm doing that for you, Cody. <laughs> okay, okay. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this knife here? Well, this is the one that all the really tough guys have. Um, <laughs> that's probably why you picked it out. But um, this is the Benchmade Mini Griptilian. It's a... Uh, all-American made, uh, 154 cm steel, uh, full lifetime warranty on the knife. What does um, 154 cm steel mean? Well, it's a, it's a type of steel. It kind of took over for 440C for a second there. I mean, 440C is what all your old buck knives are made out of. It's a kind of an easy steel to work with. It's easy to sharpen. Um, it doesn't have the edge retention of some of the really high-end steels, but that uh, also makes it a little easier to maintain. Um yeah, it's it's the mainstream steel, and it's a really good steel to have on your knife. Yeah, what I, what I liked about that is as an everyday carry, I wear a suit most of the time. You know, it's nice, it's slim, gets in and out of the pocket. Uh, I didn't choose the one that has the auto assist on it. Right, the uh, uh, Barrage would be the everyday carry version of that same knife with the assist on it. And, uh, yeah, we like them both. It's just a question of what's going to work better for you. And I think our hand model, Cody, should demonstrate the uh, oh, easy assist here. Oh, I'm, I'm on camera. So you are on camera. Good. Watch out now. I mean, this is going to scare a lot of people, and these will probably be illegal soon, but boom. That's an assault knife. Boom, assault knife all of a sudden. And what, what I think a lot of people like about the non-assisted ones is that you can close them with one hand uh, without putting your finger in the way of the blade just by pulling back on these uh, called an axis lock, or this is the axis bar of the axis lock. But um, the assisted ones are really cool because you get to do that, and that's fun. It makes a nice sound. Yeah, I mean, when I was younger, that that was my thing. Like, oh, cool, man. You know, I feel really tough. (laughs) And it's really the answer in California because you you can't carry an automatic knife. Uh, And the difference between an automatic and an assisted? It's going to be whether or not you're opening it with the actual blade. In this case, for the barrage from Benchmade, you you start the knife opening with the thumb stud, and then the spring takes over. Where with an automatic knife, you're going to have a button or a slide that's separate from the blade that you use to open the open the knife up. It's basically the exact same thing. I think that the assisted yeah. law was a workaround. You know, we're not going to say that on the air, though, because <laughs> Kevin DeLeon's listening here. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's going to tell us all about the 30 magazine clip of the knife or something. In half a second. Yeah. 30 yeah. blades in half a second. Yeah, 30 Kevin blades in half a second. <laughs> Yeah, it's a ghost knife. Yeah, it's a ghost knife there. So one of the things we talked about was an everyday carry, and you had some suggestions for that. We do. We, we recommend the uh, the mini grip tilling that you picked up, uh, especially for people that are at workplaces that uh, have blade requirements under three inches because it comes in just under at 2.91. Uh, the the barrage and the mini barrage depending yeah, that, if, that also is important if you're traveling i know if you're going overseas and stuff there's mm-hmm. some some countries you can't have a knife over three inches. absolutely and there are other states in the california is actually pretty open for length limits except compared for to other states. metro la except for metro la uh Semino city i think has a four inch length limit mm-hmm. um but four inches is a huge knife so you're you're gonna be fine with almost everything but 
Rhode Island, I know, is uh, uh, two and a half inches, and they don't allow assist of any kind. So there's states out there that are that are much stricter than we are uh, on their knife laws. Uh, very but, interesting. So so the, so that's one of the reasons you would pick something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of the others? Uh, well, again, the 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 full size grip, which is just the larger size of the of the mini, is a full three and a half inches. So if you're looking for a bigger, beefier work knife, and the grip is made of, uh, it's a uh, material called they call it grivery. It's just a, a hard nylon infused plastic. You know, looking at this knife, if you take a look at it there on our video for our hand model. Now you're the hand model today here. Um, you look at the. It, the sides are all screwed together. I mean, it's nice fit and finish on the Benchmade. Benchmade is a very well-made knife from what I could tell. Well, also what you'll notice is these knives are kind of designed to be worked on, which is, to me, a big part of what American-made means is it's meant to be serviced. Um, a lot of these knives that, you know, you'll, you'll come up with, and just products in general are built to be thrown away when they're done. So they'll, they'll be really unuser-friendly as far as disassembling and putting them back together. These ones use what's called a D-nut pivot assembly, so they have a flat side on them, so you can actually unscrew them without stripping out your screws. They're really simple. They're they're probably between five and ten parts inside of them, and, and that's part of what we do at the store, too, is we service their knives. And, um, yeah, they're just uh, they're uh, really high quality. I'm kind of, uh, kind of off on a stream here, man, but uh, <laughs> I don't know how to end that, but they're really good. Yeah. That'll that'll work. So what? Is, so we talked about a carry knife. Your idea was the Benchmade, the Griptilian, Mini Griptilian. Uh, I like that one because of the size and and the shape of it. We also talked about hunting knives, and you have you know the Kershaw, the Gerber, the Benchmade, all these different brands that are in there. But I like this one particular one that you showed me because it seemed very very functional. It's the uh, Baja 3.0 from uh, Tops, and it's. In its sheath, really stiff, but it's uh... <laughs> it comes with a with a leather sheath. But what was neat about this, what I liked, was the blade design. So if you for field craft, you know, if you're out there with an animal on the ground, uh, say a deer, it's a perfect size for for deer. It's got a nice drop point blade. So as you have to open things up, the point is not too sharp, not too pointy. It doesn't tend to snag on on parts you don't want to cut which is extremely important, and you can open things up. It also works as a pretty good skinner with a fat belly of the blade. So having it be about was a three-inch blade or so? Uh, yeah, I believe that's where the name comes from, the 3.0. Oh, well, there three, you go. I thought Baja meant trace. Okay, so <laughs> Baja 3.0. So um, It just makes me think of beer. I don't. There you go. I don't know what the relevance of that is, Baja. So on on this particular knife, it's got uh, some scaling on the back of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the back of the blade. Oh, the jimping. I'm sorry. Jimping. That's the industry term there. And that'll help you because as you're cleaning an animal, things don't stay dry. So it's important to get decent grip on it. And that particular grip has some um, perpendicular cuts to it. Again, it helping you um, helping you just maintain your grip. A lot of knives that I've noticed out there for hunting are beautiful but they're smooth wooden you know polished handles and that's a great way to drop something on your foot mm, these, these are made of a material called uh, micarta um and they're particularly a canvas micarta so it's a it's a canvas that's been infused with a resin and actually when they get wet they tend to get a little sticky so they, they grip your hand a little better as they're either sweating or you know getting animal blood or whatever on there 
Whatever. Whatever gets on your hands, you know. Don't let Cody clean your deer. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, Philip Name at Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this, talking more about some of the knife selections that you have available over at Gromit's Cutlery in Moreno Valley. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. Uh, Joining me this segment, I do have Richard and Cody. Cody is the gentleman that you see on the video that I'm posting on this, uh, waving at the camera right now. <laughs> these, these gentlemen from Gromit's Cutlery, we're having a little bit of fun here, talking about uh, knives, because you know what? Knives are, are an important part of Firing Line Radio Show. Uh, Richard, give us a little rundown about, as uh, we'll have Cody do some hand modeling uh, of one of your other knives here for the video, and give us a little rundown about how Gromit's came to be. Gromitz was started by uh, my partner, Randall Gromit, who uh, sold, literally sold knives out of a, uh, the side of a truck at Swap Meets uh, back in 1999 and uh, started selling swords at Renaissance Fairs. And we uh, we, we kind of talk about swords. You guys have all all the movie swords. I saw what uh, the Lord of the Rings sword. It's uh, it's elfish. If, 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 I think is a or Andoril. I mean, depending on how you right, pronounce right, it. Exactly. Yeah. We've got uh, we've got lots of movie prop swords. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, Game of Thrones is real popular right now, obviously. Uh, and then we've also got a lot of practical pieces. So if you're doing uh, reenactment or <clears throat> you just want real swords on the wall instead of decorative pieces. Uh, we've got you covered there. Yeah, or you know, yeah, and we've been we've been selling those. We've been selling swords for longer than we've had an actual physical store. We used to sell at uh, Renaissance fairs all over West Coast, all the way up into Oregon and, and Arizona. We used to do about thirty, forty fairs a year. We would talk so, about the stories from those fairs, but this is family friendly radio. There are no friendly friendly stories from those fairs. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, we ended up. Uh, Definitely ended up in some uh, uh, interesting... And we're moving on. Yes. Okay, yeah. over, here, over here we have Cody. Cody, you have a, a couple other knives. This was a bushcraft knife that you guys wanted to talk about. Basically, you're camping, you just need a little outdoor knife, pretty heavy-duty blade on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, this is really... If, if you're just talking in terms of a, a camp knife, uh, this is the Fieldcraft knife by the Brothers of Bushcraft. I understand they're a bushcraft group, and they've uh, designed a few other knives as well. Um not actually super sure what they do but this is a great knife it's it's a four inch knife it's out of 1095 high carbon tool steel which means that you can essentially uh, 
beat the heck out of it without hurting it. Um, it's a softer steel, so it's going to be easier to sharpen up in the field. And well, it's not as brittle. Yeah, it's not brittle. I mean, as things get harder, they t- I mean, which makes them easier to sharpen and, and maintain a sharper edge, they also become a little more uh, brittle, like as you'll see in ceramic knives and things like that. But this is great. I mean, if, if you carry a hatchet or a saw, you're not going to have to use your knife to process uh, firewood at all. But this knife is fully capable of processing firewood if you wanted to do that, which I think is fun when you're camping. It'll bust out a little baton and, you know, uh, pound the knife through the log and look like a tough guy and... You know, it's it's fun for some of us city folk that get up to the woods. You know, to feel like we know how to do something. So, I mean, it's just a great knife all around. Very good. It's a so it's, it's a bushcraft feel good knife. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, it, there's a lot of real serious users that use it too. I mean, I'm just because I'm not Mister Mister Woods guy doesn't mean that there's not a ton of guys that use that that really know what they're doing. You know? <laughs> well, let's go then. Uh, so we talked about the hunting knife and then a tactical knife. All right, because a lot of guys, you know. It's an important piece of your kit is to have a good tactical knife. Well, yeah, it makes you feel confident. You know, you get out there uh, on your first patrol. You got a nice knife on the side of you. Um, we got a lot of the Marines over there from the base that come through and airmen and, you know, a fair amount of Army guys, too, that just want a good knife for combat. And what, what's going to make a good combat knife in, uh, you know, historically or whatever is a thinner blade that can get between the rib there and... Uh, do what it has to do now realistically a lot of guys aren't using them in combat but it you know you're going to want one anyway i mean you got to use something you got to have something to open up your mres and you know uh play with when you're really bored out there on deployment so that's a nice <laughs> so tell us you. about this one okay this is the nim ravis by benchmade um it's uh, got aluminum handles 154 cm steel it's about four and a half inches long and what do you call that uh it's more than an eighth inch thick but it's I'm not a mechanic. Three sixteenths. Yeah, three sixteenths ish there, yeah. And it's just a good knife. Um American made. It got a good handle. little sheet and well it's got the aluminum handles with the little little chinguses there, the so it's the grooves. So it's pretty much an unbreakable knife. Well yeah. I mean if you could break it, they'll uh they'll replace it, man. I mean that's just kind of the way it works. I mean if you break it on purpose, of course, I mean you're gonna maybe So this is the benchmade tactical knife. Um it's the Benchmade Tactical. It's the Nimravis. It's it's definitely the one we recommend the most often in the store for a legitimate tactical request. It's all black. It's also all black, which mm-hmm. which fits a lot of other cr- requirements. And available with the Tonto blade mm-hmm. or serrated. There's actually a bunch of different versions of this. Yep. You can even get it with tan handles if that's your thing. Um, I think tan looks cool. Comes with a great sheath system, uh, Kydex inside of nylon with the uh, uh, molly straps on the back. Yeah, it's fully Molly compatible. It's got mm-hmm. this little detachable drop leg thing, uh, which is useful for getting it out of the way of your vest, you know, which can be a big deal if you got a knife up on your hip. You don't want that right. kind of jabbing in there and well, stuff. Exactly, because if your knife is on your belt um, and you're wearing a vest, that handle is going to ride higher than your belt line, and then mm-hmm. you've got an issue. Like a lot of guys think they're going to stick their knife on their shoulder or whatever, and you know, you find out real quick that doesn't really work. That's and, where your rifle goes. Well, yeah, or your radio or your camelback or any of your stuff. And then uh, as far as carrying a knife on your vest, man, your vest is kind of occupied with other stuff a lot of the time. So it's got a real nice sheath for that. And if you do want to stick it on your vest, I think it's thin enough to stick between some of the ammo pouches, and you can make that work uh but yeah, I think it's a, a great knife if you're gonna if you're gonna be deploying or anything like that. Even for police officers, I think it's a great little backup knife. Well, uh, that would be a backup knife. 
Well, I mean, what would sure. Be the primary knife. Well, I mean, yeah, lawyer. <laughs> well, I, I imagine, you know, a police. Uh, if, if a cop is using his knife, it's gone pretty bad, you know. So. Well, if a cop's using his knife most of the time, he, he's cutting a seatbelt. Sure, absolutely. Or a bag of chips open. And we got that stuff for him too. You come on down yeah. see us. We do. Uh, we take care of our law enforcement, military, and store. You know, actually, why don't you talk about that, Richard? We do a, a, a discounts for our military and law enforcement. Uh, for uh, and and vets are active. We we don't feel like you need to to happen to run across us while you're while you're in service. We'll take care of you either way. We do discounts on just about every single thing in the store, and uh, yeah, yeah. We also have some cool automatic and butterfly knives for sale. If you are active duty military or law enforcement, we can sell those to you. We just have to have a proper ID with it, and uh, it's really cool. And you should come play with it, even if you're not going to buy it, because they're fun. And it gives us an excuse to play with them. Mm-hmm. And there's first aid, first aid kits available. Oh yeah, at every every case has has uh, first aid kits and band aids. <laughs> yeah, don't be the tough guy and tell me that you don't need a band aid and I have to spend two days cleaning blood Mopping off my floor. floor yeah, yeah, no, don't do that. Look. Just you cut your finger and need a band aid. That's weird when they start licking it and stuff. Like, I get you a towel, buddy. You know. It's, yeah. No, no hey, shame. Father's Day is coming up. Yes, so, we have uh, uh, we've uh, actually sales running all of June that we're going to run in on. Uh, uh, we have. Kitchen section stuff on sale, but I think our big thing for for Father's Day is going to be our shave section. We do uh, straight razors, safety razors, uh, a beard wash, uh, a shave, just every single type of shave product you might need. Well, for those of you who are looking at the video here, I think we need to get the replica of Ned Stark's sword to uh, shave Cody over here. Like, That's true. Look at that thing. We- I've seen donkeys with less mane. That is it. It is an. You you'd be surprised at how many people come and ask how he got the beard that way. Well, yeah, uh, I tell him uh, it's really not magic. It's just, it's just shaving. But if, if you can figure out how to grow hair where hair doesn't grow, <laughs> I got you know I got some folks. You guys see you. the video on that. That's all I can tell you on the radio mm-hmm. here. Just trust me on this one. Um, but shaving is fantastic. Uh, shaving kits, nice razors. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We've got some really great straight razors from Dovo and Boker, two of our better brands, and uh, uh, we no no China or Pakistan. It's all it's all German or U.S. for what we carry in store. We carry uh, brushes, soaps, the whole the whole deal. So you can get a whole kit out for dad and make him feel real special about the shaving time he gets. The only time alone he gets away <laughs> from everybody is going to be that shave time. What does a kit like that typically go? I. Uh, you can get a kit uh, if you go with uh, the safety razor, probably as low as about uh, 50 to $80. And then if you go with a straight razor, you are going to be looking at probably closer to, to 250 to, to $300. Because, again, because we stay away from the China-Pakistan, uh, they are going to be a little pricier for the German or U.S. But like any other kind of tool that you got. You're you, putting it on your face. This yeah. is a straight-edge razor. You're putting it on your face. Well, and you're not buying another one. And a good chunk of that cost, too, is the leather strop, which you kind of have to buy. I mean, right. if you're going to have a razor, it. you're going to need to keep it sharp. So the safety razor, then what about blades? We sell the uh, uh, two or three different types of blades in the store. And that just comes down to they're they're not really that different, but we do carry the Japanese and the German because some customers want the German and some customers want the the Japanese, uh, the blades run, I think we have it $10 for a pack of 10 for double side blades. So you're going to get, you know, a good year worth of shaves for a lot of people at a, at a one $10 pack, which is a lot less expensive than picking up a, a pack of disposable blades at the, uh, wow. the local store. I didn't stuff. realize that that's actually pretty interesting. Yeah. And you get a nice, beautiful double razor set too. Mm-hmm. And you know, the other thing is if you're cooking, 
if you like to cook barbecue you know a cheap kitchen knife's terrible but you have a full cutlery section also we do we carry our, our three major brands are going to be the uh, victorinox mesermeister and shun we go swedish german and japanese You'll, if you watch any cooking shows on TV, any major professionals that you see on there are going to be using those shun knives. Shuns. Uh, they're they're very very popular. They've uh, several different types of brands within their brand, and uh, yeah, come on down and take a look, folks. You're going to have to find out more over at Gromets Cutlery in Moreno Valley. Uh, it's a great store. Thank you very much for your sponsorship on the show. Had a fun time here. Cody so far has not cut himself. Hi, Dad. That's a good thing. Throw a plug in there. (laughs) Folks, we'll see you all next week. Go see him. Get a nice Father's Day gift. Come on, man. And we're out. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. The Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. CCW Safe. Moppin Financial Advisors. Cutting edge bullets for when you care enough to send the very best. Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino by Gromit's Cutlery and Gifts. And Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 